Gems Remix. 15 minutes late for Genesis Gems. Am I going to have to carry this show yet again? Uh, yeah. Hey, man, uh, we're about to record our Road Rash 2 episode. Are you coming? Rob's not going to be there, is he? Uh, I'm not seeing him. Sweet! I'll be right there. Hey, fellas! Check out the Sega Clown! He's like the type of nerd who records podcasts about video games, am I right? I think it's time we introduce him to our favorite club. What do you say? Take this, Genesis jerk! I'll be taking that. I'll take off. Pull over! Huh? Pull over! Oh, it's Cardigan. But thanks for noticing. Hey, killer boots, man. Pull your vehicle to the side of the road. Sir, I would. But it looks like you're about to hit a blue Ford Probe. What? Almost there. Wait, who's that? Oh no, it's Kelso. Hey Justin, check out this sweet chain I just stole from Viper. It's mine now. Take this, Hosehead. Dude, it's about time. What took you so long? Traffic. Good day, ladies and gentlemen. See, I did it again. <laughs> and welcome to episode 33 of the Genesis Gems podcast. I am Nick Stevens, and with me this week is... Is... Hey, Aaron here. <laughs> <laughs> anybody? Anybody? Yeah, we're way too nice. <laughs> we can't see you if you're pointing around the room, because we're not in the same room. I was doing like, I was doing like the Scott Hall thing, where he kind of like, <laughs> you know, does the two hands and the, and the pointer over the head, yeah. And also, we got who? Rob? Oh, yeah, that's me. Good to see you guys. Or hear you guys. And 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 Josh. Josh Witt. What's up? All right. We got four of us this week. Again. The core four. The core four. Four That's horsemen. Awesome. Four horsemen. Four hosemen. <laughs> <laughs> We're off to a little rocky start. I was a little late coming in today, so sorry about that, everybody. Uh, got the little late start. All my fault. You know, the reason we recorded late you know traffic and all that but uh, anyways we are the genesis gems podcast if you'd like to check us out uh, go visit us on our website at genesisgemspodcast.com uh, big thank you to those who have bought t-shirts i think if people felt sorry for us we sold about four or five since the last episode so thank you guys uh, again all the proceeds will go directly into our podcast i actually used the three dollars per t-shirt uh, and paid part of our uh, 
Potomatic fee with that. So thank you guys so much for that. You are helping us stay on the podcast air. Woo-hoo. But anyways, go to the store icon on the website. Go buy a t-shirt. Uh, check out Nick DeMarco's store and do all that good stuff. But the website's a great place to go to find us on Facebook. But if you don't want to go to the website, you can go to facebook.com slash Genesis Gems podcast. Join our Facebook group at facebook.com slash group slash Genesis Gems. Email us at genesisgemspodcast at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter at gengems. Check us out on iTunes, leave us a review. We're on Stitcher, and we are part of the Retro Junkies Network at theretrojunkies.com. That'll be sold separately. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, <laughs> and we did do another sneak peek. I was happy that that went on for two episodes in a row. So, before every actual release of the episode, we'll be putting out a video sneak peek. So, check that out if you haven't already. Shows a little gameplay. It's kind of a little bit what we're going to be reviewing for the next time. So, yeah, guys, um, you want to roll right into the Sega snippets? Let's do it. Test one, two. Now it's time for Sega Snippets. Yeah, I don't have much. I have more news than anything, and I'll go over this real quick. Uh, so Shinmu, Shinmu Three, right? The the most anticipated game on my list. <laughs> oh, that, that cruddy game. I've heard of that one. That cruddy game. Well, anyways, <laughs> the, it it the made us simulator. It, yeah. Pretty much, but it doesn't matter. <laughs> I, I don't care. I don't care if I got to drive a fork, fork truck you know, for two hours of the game. It's so much fun. But anyways, it did reach its goal on Kickstarter. That's old news. But the cool thing is they actually redid the Kickstarter to help meet some of the stretch goals, and they're calling this the Slacker Backer Kickstarter. So it'll be going on through December 31st. Um, I know they had about $6.3 million uh, the first time around. It's almost at $7 million now. So if you guys want to go check out Shinmu 3, uh, go, just go to Kickstarter and do that. But other than that, I don't really have much. I've been playing a little bit of Sonic CD on my iPad. I just got an iPad here re- recently. So Which one did you get? Sonic CD. Oh, oh the iPad? Yeah. Uh, fourth generation, I think. Nice. Yeah. I, I, I'm mainly using it for uh, some MIDI music and some recording on my guitar, but... Uh, I did play some Sonic CD on there, so, but, you know, anyways. Nick Stevens Studios. That's right, that's right. <laughs> Sweet. But, uh, yeah, Aaron, what have you been to, man? Man, uh, geez, so if we're just talking Sega-wise, uh, been playing a lot of uh, new Sega Genesis games that I recently got. So, Ross Beck, friend of the show, yeah. uh, he, he sent me, uh, I had asked for, because he told me he had a copy of Turrican. Which uh, I love that series, and uh, Mega Turrican's really hard to find. Turrican's a little easier to find, but uh, I got a copy of that game. He also threw in a free copy, being awesome, a uh, copy of DJ Boy uh, by Kaneko. It's one of their best games on the system. Uh, really good if you like uh, beat 'em ups, and uh, it has kind of a upgrade system, kind of similar to uh, River City Ransom, where you can buy different things to upgrade your, your stats. Yeah, it's oh, much, that's awesome. Much better. Yeah. It's much better than Chester Cheetah. Oh, yes, it is. And it was an arcade game and uh, with some mildly offensive stuff in it, actually, which yeah. I hope we, we do do an episode on that game eventually and we can talk about that. But, you know, besides that, uh, just hanging out, having uh, fun with my, my kids. We got to play some more uh, Sega over the weekend. And my kids... Uh, they, they tend to fight a lot over Sonic 2, um, and, they, and they get mad. My son cries when <laughs> my poor son, like, he's very competitive, and they play the two-player versus mode, and he thinks that you're supposed to both win at the same time. <laughs> and so if the other person, you know, speeds past him, he just gets mad. He gets so frustrated. I'm like, it's a, it's a race, buddy. It's okay. <laughs> uh, so, you know, it, that that's when I take him outside and we go do something else. But... <laughs> 
You take him out back? <laughs> That's it. I was thinking the same thing. <laughs> oh, no, no. Take him to the park. It just seemed kind <laughs> of elusive. Box. Like, Yeah, he misbehaves, and then we take him outside, and I do something else. <laughs> oh, we go for a walk, and we, we uh, quit thinking about video games for a little bit. Yeah. But um, my son, he's so into Sonic the Hedgehog right now. Uh, mm. He's got a little Sonic uh, stuffed animal I bought him from the local CVS. And uh, he was playing Sonic Adventure 2 the other day. And, oh, good game. Yeah, great game. And it's fun two-player also. Uh, and he actually had his Sonic like right up against the Dreamcast controller like Sonic was playing the game. And it's pretty <laughs> hilarious. I'll have to post a picture of it. That's awesome. Uh, but I just wanted to mention, too, uh, Phil Anderson, the No Swear Gamer, he actually sent an email over to me uh, with some minor corrections to my Ask Aaron segment. He said he's, he said he's a fan, but, uh, you know, I am in, in uh, I'm not going to say I'm infallible. <laughs> I am fallible. I do make mistakes. He's and pretty he, foul. Yeah. <laughs> he made some nice corrections. So I'm just going to read that off here. Uh, so read this real quick. He said, hey, guys, I thought I'd chime in on some recent topics brought up in the Ask Aaron segments, which are very cool, by the way. First of all, while pricecharting.com may seem to have inflated prices, most of the time it is close to the going rate. The fact is a lot of retro games are going up in value, and if you buy them in a store, getting price charting prices is actually a fair deal since most stores have to add to the price to cover their overhead. So I kind of agree with that. Um, he also said, yes, a six-button controller did come with a Genesis 3, but it's not the same as the original six-button controller. It had turbo and slow motion switches on it, but didn't have the solid feel of the first one. And that I do agree with. The, the buttons seem to be a little bigger, but it's just not as solid as the original. As for the sound on the Model 2 Genesis, there is actually a model that comes close to replicating Model 1 sound that is sometimes known as the 3-4 model, since if you turn the system over, the silver shielding, or 3 fourth. The silver shielding you see through the grates only goes three-fourths of the way, whereas most Model 2 units extended the full length. Now, I can't, I can't confirm this because um, I'm just thinking about it. I, I still think the Model 1s have the best sound, um, especially if you go Josh's route and you get it modded with the crystal clear audio mod. I still think that's the best. So uh, he, said, he also said, most Accolade games work on every model of the Genesis. The reason they got sued was for figuring out a way to bypass the TMSS by using some of Sega's data they ripped off of an original cart. The only games that won't work on a TMSS Genesis include Budokan, Shido, Onslaught, Populous, and Zany Golf. So you got some Accolade and some EA games there. All but Budokan, however, can work if you use something like a Game Genie as a pass-through. <laughs> Finally, Street Fighter II Special Championship Edition, don't forget the special, did not come bundled with a six-button controller. But Capcom did include an insert to advertise their own six-button controller pad and arcade stick. This is also one of the few Gen Sega Genesis games I bought right when it first came out. Keep up the good work, guys. Your friend, the No Square Gamer. So I didn't did know they had their own controller, Capcom. I remember them like advertising it, but for some reason, I don't know why I misremember this. I just thought that uh, you could actually get a regular Sega six-button. But I think... So I guess where I kind of got it confused was the Sega 6-button actually came out right around when that game came out, but it didn't come bundled with Street Fighter 2. Yeah, that, I, I guess they were doing some kind of promotion because I remember my dad got both at the same exact time, and I think a lot of people did. I, I don't know if it was 
they came separately, but it, they were promoted at the same time or something like that. But Yeah, it was the first game that really needed it. Most games before that, you could really get away with only having three buttons. Unless it was like a you know, port of an inferior Super Nintendo game. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, Phil, Phil, if you're listening, we, we need you to answer a more important question. Tacos or burritos? And why? <laughs> that is a more important question. I, I still like uh, Aaron's uh, answer from last, last week about the blast processing. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Well, I'm going to go ahead and uh, turn it over to one of you guys. Well, I'll, I'll jump in here because mine's really, really short and sweet. Uh, all I've been doing is playing a little bit of uh, Shining Force. Now, I did start on the iPad. You know, it's it's always been kind of a fall tradition that I play the game, beat it again, because uh, it's one of my favorite RPGs, just one of my favorite Sega games of all time. Um, and I start I, every year. I play it on the Sega Genesis. Well, this this year I want to try it on the iPad, just kind of test it out. And I played the first four chapters on uh, the iPad. I was like, you know, I just it doesn't feel the same. So I uh, cranked up the uh, Sega Genesis. I got my Model Two and everything, and. Uh, my working Model 2, thanks to Hoser Josh over there. With AV cables. That's right. That's right. Speaking <laughs> of that, I um, I got some furniture from my dad's house, brought it into the living room. I got a bigger entertainment center for the living room. So I actually moved the Sega Genesis into the living room, and I've been playing it there. So Where it belongs. Exactly. Exactly. And, and you know, Rob, uh, actually in the Road Rash 2 manual, in, uh-huh. in case, uh, in case uh, your wife doesn't want you to take over the living room, you can use this. It's directly from the Road Rash 2 manual. <laughs> All it of a says, <laughs> uh, warning to owners of projection televisions: Still pictures may cause a permanent picture tube damage or mark the phosphor of your CRT. Oh. Avoid repeated or extended use of video games on large screen projection televisions, which that's what you have in your game room. Yeah, so. yeah, that big old, you know, old style, you know, big screen TV. It kind so, of breaks your back. There you go. You ah. got it's plain and black and white. It needs to be in the living room. I'm like, baby, this has to be here. Like, really? Do you have to play it all the time? Yeah. <laughs> Gotta follow the rules. I didn't write them. Yeah, yeah, maybe. <laughs> yeah, that's right. So, uh, yeah, yeah that, that's all I've been up to. Yeah, and in the uh, Shining Force on the App Store, I believe they pulled that. So you may really? want to really don't delete that because I went and looked for it, and because I, I downloaded it before and I deleted it, and I couldn't find it on the App Store. So I'm gonna have to wow. hook my I iPad. I think Sega pulled a few of their games. They because did. There were bugs. Yeah, so I'm gonna have to hook my iPad back up to the computer and see if I backed it up on there because I, I was kind of wanting to play that too. Oh, that's such a good one. Yeah. Oh, have you never played it? I played it a little bit. Oh, so. I, I, there's there's just something special about that game. I mean, I'm sure there's better RPGs out there, but I love. There's so many little things about that game I love. Um, I love the music. I love the fact that you can upgrade your characters and um, their class systems and stuff. You can go from mage to wizard, and you know, just anytime you're upgraded to that new class, you've got all these different abilities that you didn't have before. I love the little like anime cutscenes in between each battle. And then, of course, it's all uh, turn-based and everything, like Final Fantasy Tactics. So, it, I don't know. I just love how strategic you have to move your guys and how certain ones might be tanks, can't really move too far, but they can take a lot of damage. Um, you send them out in the front line. And then you got, like, your bird guys that can fly over mountains and attack enemies. It's just, there's so many cool things about the, those games that I really like. Yeah, I actually like it better than Fire Emblem. So, take that, Nintendo. Oh! Uh, <laughs> bold! I like it! <laughs> Well, what about you, Hoser Josh? Uh, I've got a couple pickups. Uh, I did get DJ Boy as well, thanks to the recommendations of uh, Aaron. Uh, I did pick up a few other games. Uh, I don't remember what they were off the top of my head, but uh, my brother came in to visit. My uh, my brother Hezekiah came in to visit from Ohio, and he brought me a uh, Sega Genesis Model 2 with the extension piece uh, to fit in the Model 1. 
So I was pretty pumped about that. Yeah, I've never seen that extension piece before. So that was really sweet. Uh, and then I picked up Road Rash 1 yesterday uh, at a retro store along with uh, some other games and stuff. So, uh, And I've got a 3.5-inch LCD that I'm going to mod my uh, Nomad with. So I'll be able to oh, have man. a little bit better uh, battery life and much better screen quality. So I'm excited for that. Thanks And, and, and thanks to the video from uh, William Culver from Arcade USA. Check out his YouTube channel. He's got tons of modding stuff on there. Very cool. Or check out his ColecoVisions podcast if you like ColecoVision. Got that in the living room as well. TheRetroJunkies.com. You can find all Willie's stuff there. Yeah, I just got a ColecoVision. I forgot to mention that. Um, ah. from, got one from Josh. I still have to do the <laughs> AV mod, though, because I can't find a TV that I've got right now that actually take, uh, takes straight coaxial. So we'll see. Well, last time we recorded, we kind of went out of order. I want to make sure we don't do this this time, because the next part of the show is supposed to be all about asking Aaron. Aaron Hickman is a dude who knows a lot about Sega games. Ask him questions, it's okay, and he will answer them if he wants to. <laughs> Segway, nailed it. Uh, I know you already talked about Phil's email there a little bit, but did you pull some some dandy questions from the yeah, Facebook man, page? Yeah, we had a lot of questions, yeah. and a few of them I tried to just answer briefly on the page, on our group page. Uh, and then um, I just grabbed as many as I could, and I'm just going to answer a few off the top of my head because uh, <laughs> I honestly didn't prepare guy. too much for this segment. Thankfully... <laughs> People were asking more pers- like personal questions instead of like, why is this this way? Or Aaron, why are you the way you are? Every time. I try to make it something fun. You make it not that way. Yes. Uh, so I'll take a few of these questions, and, and if, if I can answer them in, in a fast manner, then I'll uh, try to answer more. So here we go. So... One of the ones that I got uh, was from John Moran. I think that's how you pronounce his last name, Moran or Moran. And he said, what game makes you turn Hulk when your character dies when a boss has a sliver of health left? And I think it's probably Revenge of Shinobi oh. or Sonic 2. Both of those kind of a, kind of a tie there because I think uh, in Sonic 2, I got so frustrated when I finally get to Dr. Robotnik and... I didn't have any rings left, and it was just like, no! So, uh, definitely those. Uh, let's see. Ed Wilson said, if you could forget a game that you've played and experienced for the first time again, what would it be? And for me, I think it would be Toe Jam and Earl. Uh, it's just such a magical experience playing that game for the first time. It was just, there was nothing like it on the Sega Genesis, I, I felt. Uh, very unique. That game is awesome. Yeah, unique atmosphere. The the two player co op. You know, uh, I think it's cool that I can play it with my kids now. And so that's kind of you know, even though I can't experience games for the first time unless someone whacks me over the head, Road Rash style. Uh, <laughs> you know, I can't go back. Uh, I I feel like I can kind of introduce my kids to these games, and yeah. it's like a fresh experience again. And I can kind of see like what actually works in these games and what doesn't work anymore. Like, I noticed my kids love, uh, my son loves in Sonic 4 the ability to, to select the stage right off the bat because in Sonic 2, he always gets to about, like, the, the, uh, the second or third area in that game, and then just, he just hands me the controller. He's like, here, Dad, 
beat it. And then they'll like <laughs> rip the controller out of my hand once I'm done. I'm like, okay. Like I'm getting all into the game. I'm like, oh, okay, he's going to let me play now. He's like, no, give it back. <laughs> I was just thinking about the Toe Jam and Earl you mentioned uh, at uh, Classic Gaming Expo last year uh, in Vegas. They actually had the original design documents for that game. It was cool. They had a, um, it was like a museum area and it was this big binder and it was like original drawings and scripts and everything. It was really, really cool. Oh man, oh. that's amazing. Yeah, um, it was pretty amazing. I know we'd mentioned on another show that the uh, Toe Jam and Earl 4, I guess that's what it is. Yeah, Toe Jam and Earl 4, whatever it's going to be called now. I know that's going to come out and I am super excited for that game. I, I hope it, it turns out great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so I'm going to skip down a few here. One of the best questions we got was from Landon Long. He said, uh, you, you might know this guy. Ah, what a hoser. Landon, Landon, Landon who? <laughs> from, from the Retro Junkies show? Uh, uh, never heard of it. Oh, show, yeah. yeah. It, you now, know, that, that, that yeah. one guy, that Rob guy, I hear he's all right. Yeah, kind of yeah, a hoser. Yeah. But, yeah. <laughs> Meh. He's I got to take what we can get. We can leave him. I don't know. He's, <laughs> yeah. he's got it going on. That's right. right. That's right. So Landon asks, what was the best pack-in game for the Sega Genesis? Ooh. And uh, this is a great question because it depends. You know, at the early end of the Genesis lifespan, you had Altered Beast, which is actually the first game that Genesis Gems covered. Uh, and I don't think that's the best pack-in. I think it's a, a, a good game. Um, not the best. Uh, but you also had, you had uh, Sonic the Hedgehog, which is a contender. Sonic the Hedgehog 2. NFL 94, which is kind of a sports That's bundle. Winner. That's the winner. No. Wait, wait, wait. It gets better. <laughs> Streets of Rage 2. Ooh. I think there was a Lion King bundle, a Vector Man bundle, and a Sega six-pack bundle. And I have to say the six-pack is the winner because you get Sonic the Hedgehog, <laughs> Golden Axe, Streets yeah. of Rage, Revenge of Shinobi, Columns, and Super Hang On. Wow. That, so, must, that must have been a late one, right? Yeah, that was kind of a late release. About 94. It even has a kids-to-adult ESRB sticker on it. Wow. Yeah, I, I remember buying that game. Uh, I've, I've mentioned a billion times on here that I got my Genesis later on in the life cycle, and I, I remember buying that game brand new, and it came in one of the card, cardboard boxes instead of the uh, plastic uh, shell cases. So it was definitely later on in the cycle. Yeah, I remember being blown away, too. I, was, I looking at the back of the thing. I was like, whoa, you get all these games? Yep, <laughs> <Yeah>. yep. <laughs> Because I was, I think the main reason I bought it because uh, it had Streets of Rage and Golden Axe on it, and I was like, oh, oh man, yeah, I gotta get it. Yep, win. Oh, for sure. So I don't know. Do you guys agree with me? You think a six pack would be the the game? Oh, definitely. Yeah, I mean, like I'd I'd almost rather it have Streets of Rage two as a pack in. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's yeah. kind of a toss up for me, and maybe Sonic two. But having six games in one that. That was definitely a steal back when it came out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so I'll just read just a few more of these because um, I know we don't have all that much time. Um, so one besides us that was really good was uh, Blake Worrell said, if zombies ate your neighbor, <laughs> which neighbor would you prefer they eat and why? <laughs> and I think the answer is Michael Kelso. Yeah. <laughs> would you all agree? Everyone, everyone? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. He's yeah. the worst yeah. neighbor. Yeah, Two definitely. dudes in a nest. Take He's the off. worst. He's the worst. <laughs> just kidding Mike we love you. Uh, which reminds me we do need to do Zombies Ate My Neighbors oh please some point yeah, uh, here's another one what franchise would you love to bring back with a new game and what kind of game would it be and this was Greg Polander and this one I, I think I just mentioned I said Toe Jam and Earl and it's coming back I know for you guys uh, I know for Nick 
it's got to be Shenmue 3, which is coming back. Um, yes. and, and I'm going to guess for... For Rob, Rob it's gonna Chester be Cheetah. <laughs> yeah, Chester Cheetah or maybe Flicky. Or, yeah, yeah, way too cool to fool Chester Cheetah. There you go. Uh, <laughs> action 52. Take off. Uh, yeah, Get Action off. 53. Call it Action 84. <laughs> I, actually, I actually have one of those. My wife found an Action 52 for me for like a dollar at a garage sale for the Sega. Ah. It's insane. Yeah. You guys are still together? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. uh-huh. Yeah, going strong. Let's fight that Jumanji of a game. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, so I'll read one more, guys. I know this is kind of a grab bag. It's just because I got so many questions, I, I couldn't just answer one or two. So this last one said uh, from Benjamin Murphy. He said, "Well, you guys do an episode on Musha. The Holy Grail of Genesis collecting needs an episode." And the answer is yes, when we can all afford the three hundred and fifty-three dollar <laughs> price tag. <laughs> So buy because the t-shirts. that game is expensive. <laughs> yeah. I saw it in the store the other day. Yeah, it was I don't remember how much it was, but it was at least a couple hundred, and it was like back behind the counter. Yeah, it's yeah. super expensive unless you want to get a repro or if you want to play an emulation, which, you know, I'll admit I do that from time to time, especially when a game is more expensive. But I would love to be able to own that game. So I And, and I did kind of answer it on the page, and I just said, you know, I've noticed that we really haven't done a shoot 'em up episode, so it's it's definitely coming. We're definitely going to do one pretty soon. Or get a flash cartridge. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Yep. EverDrive. Cool. Well, that about wraps it up for this segment. Thanks for listening, guys. Hey, without anything else, we will go right on to the next segment. Hey, uh, game on, Aaron. Game on, Nick. Game on, Rob. Game on. Game on, Josh. Game on. Game on! Yeah, game on! Sega! Alright. So this was a Rob pick, correct? That's right. That's right. Road Rash 2. Oh, yeah. Do you remember how I got this game, Rob? You, you gave me the cart. Did I really? Yeah, yeah. When oh, we were what was in, I thinking? I don't know. <laughs> it was your extra one, right? Yeah, as a matter of fact, I think I even have one more extra. So uh, <laughs> if I do, I don't know how I got three. But if I do, I will send it to one of our listeners somehow. Well, maybe we can do some kind of little, I don't know, game or something. Yeah, well, yeah Rob, Rob has a lot of rashes. Oh, you weren't supposed to say it on the show. Oh, Jeez. Very sensitive about I... that. <laughs> they, are, they are quite sensitive and raised. Oh, <laughs> I swear, this stuff writes itself, huh? He needs, he needs some ointments. Oh, will you stop it? Stop it! I'm trying to yeah, stop it, you idiot. I'll buy some cream. <laughs> oh, that's uh, awesome. Am I the only one who played this game with the Arnold voice? <laughs> Maybe. Yes, but that's awesome. Yeah, so Road Rash 2. So we've already covered Road Rash 1. Was Which was. Episode. Did we decide that if that was a gem? Yeah, well, you, you guys said it was a gem. Oh, okay, I think good. Uh, Derek was the only one who was the odd man out. Yeah. And it was oh, before you right. had a term. You didn't have uh, garbage or just good. Oh, so just... he just said, not a gem. Gem, not a gem. <laughs> I remember that. I remember those days. <laughs> But yeah, so road rash is a skin injury caused by an abrasion with no wait. I want to get the joke. <laughs> I was, was there a funny. subtitle for the first episode? Road rash one. Uh, Rob's antibiotics. Oh, will you will you stop it? Jeez. <sighs> I like it. I I'll like it a lot. Um, so yeah, as far as memories go, I I don't really remember as a kid which road rash I played, but I had a friend who loved these games. I don't know if he had all three of them or just one, but we. We, we played one of them. I can't remember which one, but um, I just remember, like, heck yeah, a motorcycle racing game, and I can hit people. <laughs> I'm sold. So, I mean, I, I don't have direct memories of, of 
being really, really attached to this game as a kid, but I remember really enjoying it. And so I figured maybe you guys have better memories than I do. <laughs> uh, for my memory, I, I definitely remember us renting this. And, you know, I had uh, three older brothers and especially like the first game, I think you couldn't do two players simultaneous. Mm -hmm. uh, I know in the second one you can. Mm -hmm. And so I definitely remember us playing like head to head and uh, race mode player and uh, I just had a lot of fun with this game mm -hmm. and it was pretty unique for the time um, you know there, there really weren't any games where you were on a motorcycle and you got to beat people up I mean could you do that in Excite Bike? No. no. <laughs> Nintendo. Come on Nintendo. It overheats after like two seconds. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Come on now. Uh, and you know what I think there was even a Planned SNES version of Road Rash, and guess what? It got canceled. That's oh. right. That's because the uh, SNES couldn't handle the blast processing. That's absolutely right. Yeah. Uh, just ask Aaron. Yeah. He's a dude who knows a lot about Sega. It's, it's a fact. It's a fact. Confirmed. It's a fact, guys. I said it. It's a fact. I don't care what Phil Anderson says. <laughs> Until the next email. Yeah. Take that no swear. <laughs> Yeah, he, he's getting his karma when he d reviews uh, Chester Cheetah. He did get the game, so. Oh, he got it? Oh. Yeah, I he's got I, it. He's got it. See, it, maybe he'll side with me. I don't think it's a terrible game. All right, move on. Let's, uh... <laughs> uh and I'm off the show. <laughs> yeah, we'll just drop someone from the call. <laughs> uh, sorry, sorry, Aaron, were you still? I didn't... <laughs> didn't yeah, I was still you. in the middle of remembering things. <laughs> <laughs> Reminiscing. Memory. Yeah, you know, thoughts were popping into my head, and then you guys ruined it. <laughs> No, I'm just kidding. Uh, no, I, I just have genuinely good memories of this game and just having fun. And, and just, I like the, the engine they use in this game. It's not too much different from Road Rash 1, but I think maybe there's a few more bikes on the on the levels. And I, I like the, you know, the variety of weapons. And uh, there's, there's just a little more personality in this game than in the first one. And uh, most recently... When I visited uh, Eric Purcell over in, uh, in Iowa, uh, in Des Moines, he actually had a, a gamer night, basically. It was his birthday, and then he had a big, huge uh, game marathon, and uh, a whole bunch of his friends and people showed up, and the first game we played was actually Road Rash 2. So. Oh, nice. Uh, he kicked my butt. <laughs> uh, he really kicked my butt. And then I also got to play this with Josh, actually. We figured out how to rig up net play. And uh, silly me, I picked the Japanese version of the game. So like we're playing it like, how do we change this to two-player? It's all in Japanese. Well, I, you know, I think the menus were in English, and then you try and pick a bike. Or you try and play the game, and like everything's kilometers per hour. and everything's faster. Yeah. <laughs> right exactly uh but yeah th th there's uh there's me what about you guys i may have played this uh as a kid but i don't really remember uh my earliest memory of it uh really that kind of stands out was uh i was at my um my brother-in-law's house uh and actually you might you might not have quite been my brother-in-law at that point but uh this was around 2001 maybe 2002 um i was still in high school and uh I went over and he had a Sega Genesis in his uh, bedroom. We were like hanging out. And he's like, "Hey, you want to play some Sega?" I was like, "Yeah, sure." And uh, he broke out Road Rash, and that was that's the first time I remember seeing it. And uh, I just thought it was really cool. I was like, "Oh man, you get to fight and uh, and race at the same time." Uh, I just thought it was really cool, and uh, so we got to play it together. It was it was pretty neat. And uh, I just remember the uh, the graphics and the music being really cool. Um, and it was the first time I had played a Sega in a while, so 
Um, it's pretty impressive to me. That was kind of like the same with me. I, I remember seeing Road Rash 2. A buddy of mine had his name was Frankie Santoro, and he lived up the street from me. And he was the same guy that I first, you know, experienced playing a Sega with. He was the main guy that I was like, oh, he always had the games. And I never had a Sega uh, until about a year later. So he had Sonic 1, Sonic 2. He had Road Rash 2 and a couple others. I think like a Tasmanian Devil game that I really liked. And, and just a couple others. Um, and just I, a Cheetah? Yeah. <laughs> I, you know, I... I think he actually did have one of the Chester Cheetah games. I really do. Because I, I want to say I remember seeing Chester Cheetah before. And one of my friends had it. I wonder if it was him. But, uh, yeah, so anyway, so when I first saw Road Rash 2, I believe it was 2 he had, I remember being really, really impressed with the graphics. Like, I remember it just moving so fast for me. It was, it was almost like Sonic the Hedgehog for the first time when I saw that game. I was like, my goodness, how can a game move this quickly? It almost made me dizzy. And I love the fact that you had this open road, and it just felt like 3D to me, you know, with the houses coming, you know, flying by you and everything. And I remember being really impressed with the graphics and the music. And I remember really, really wanted Sega after I saw this game. And I actually, you know, I, I did get a Sega that same year for Christmas. I think it was 93. I think this came out like I, I think it came out in 1993, but... 92, yeah. 92, okay, 92. So it was right after that I got a Sega, but I didn't get Road Rash 2 until probably the mid to late 90s. And it was kind of a cool situation. I think the PlayStation had just come out, and a buddy of mine was... I think he was saving up for a PlayStation game or something like that. Uh, elementary school or something like that. And he goes, hey, uh, did anyone have any like, cash? I'll sell some of my old Sega games for, for, uh, for a little bit of cash. I said... Uh, hey man, I got six bucks. I said, uh, "What games you got?" And he just started rattling off for six dollars. Okay, here are the games I got. Oh, by the way, it was uh, the reason I got six bucks is uh, every time I cut my dad's grass, he gave me three bucks. So, you know, two grass cuts, and I had six bucks. Uh, gave it to the guy, and what I got in, in return was Golden Axe Two, Streets of Rage Two, Mortal Kombat, uh, some obscure game called Balls B A L L Z. It was like a like pseudo 3D fighting game. It really, I had that one. It's not that bad. It's a little quirky. Yeah. It's a little weird. But, uh, you know. And then I got Road Rash 2. So I, th- I thought I got... Oh, and not to mention I got a uh, six-button controller and a um, uh, one of the touchpad uh, Sega Genesis controllers with a turbo um, configuration on them. Have you ever seen those? Are you, are you talking about the 360 degree? Yeah, it's touch? got the it's the, got the yellow buttons and the yellow D pad. Yeah, that horrible. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but I got all those for six bucks, so I thought that was a pretty good score. And yeah. I, I, oh, and uh, it also came with Road Rash One, so I had both Road Rashes, Golden Axe Two, and a couple other games. So pretty good score right there. And I remember playing the heck out of that game too uh, during that time. Because I didn't have a PlayStation yet. You know where that guy is now? Is he still selling stuff at you? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. I, I don't even That's remember awesome. exa- his name, but I, I remember his face, and uh, I remember just just getting a major score there, and I played the heck out of Road Rash 2. That was probably, out of the lot, that was probably my favorite game. I, I remember just speaking in, like, getting deals I get in general. Anytime someone was trying to buy the next system, because I remember buying the Sega Genesis off a guy who was trying to buy a Nintendo 64 for, like, 20 bucks, and it came with, like, games <laughs> he was just he was just desperate and this was before we had any game stores in our area he was just desperate for cash so i was like yeah sure i'll take that for 20 bucks <laughs> ridiculous amount of games i had for that so i mean it's just yeah you can't find deals like it anymore <laughs> so uh yeah road rash 2 as far as um some of the specs of this game it was published and developed by electronic arts 
Uh, as we said earlier, it was released in 92. The uh, composers, there was a few names on here. I think the most notable one was probably Rob Hubbard. Right, Rob? I think so, yes. Yeah, yeah. I think the other ones were Tony Berkeley and Don Vecca. Don Vecca, yeah. And uh, the current pricing for this game, price charts go, uh, you can get the cart for 8 bucks and complete to have it for $19. So, hmm. Yeah, that's not too bad. Oh. I got my cart for free. Thanks again, Rob. Appreciate it. Oh, certainly. So uh, <laughs> I have a story written down, but of course there's really not much of a story. Uh, I think I explained it pretty well in the video. You're racing motorcycles, and you try to get first place to get more money, right? And beat people so, up. And beat people up and buy new bikes. Right. Yeah. But as, but as far as you know, the, the game goes, um, there are kind of two different... Is it really levels? Because I know once you kind of qualify the first few rounds of, of the levels, it makes the stages last longer. Is that right? Uh-huh. Okay, okay. Yeah, it just, like, adds uh, uh, more miles on each track. Yeah. Yeah, and then, of course, the racers are better, you know, faster. Yeah, and um, I, you pretty much get money as long as you finish the race, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. And, of course, you can you can wreck your bike completely and, you know, pretty much it's kind of like the waste, <laughs> wasted thing you'd see like on Grand Theft Auto or something. And uh, then you can also get busted, which is, I love those cutscenes in the middle of the game where uh, I think one, you get like thrown in the back of a trunk yep. and you get busted. And there's one where like these girls are like in a convertible and the cops just like waving at them. <laughs> that's funny, but I don't know. Did you guys notice that? I, I love the one where you get thrown in the trunk. I'm like, yeah. wow, that's not even cool. <laughs> oh, yeah. Sorry. I was going to say, there's cutscenes if you don't qualify. So I think if you get like last place or near last place and don't get any money you actually get a cutscene for that too yeah okay and of course yeah, like so like one of them is uh your your bike falls apart like piece by piece oh i love that one <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> one of my favorite ones is uh the the one where you wreck your bike and uh i forget like uh i think it shows the bike and and uh, the people pick up the bike and then the guy, you know, finally gets up from the road, and then all of a sudden a bus just, like, hits him and takes him away off screen. <laughs> or, like, the one where it's the ambulance, and the ambulance pulls up, and you think he's going to get you because you're, like, lying there on the ground and everything. <laughs> and they pick up the bike and put it in the ambulance. <laughs> like, I thought it was just a really nice touch because in Road Rash 1, it was cool. They had these little cutscenes, but they weren't animated. Yeah. So, you know, it's just a still image, and then you go from to this game, and you kind of want to keep playing just to see as you keep progressing, <laughs> as you get to the next levels, what sort of cutscenes you're going to see. Yeah, it was just lighthearted humor, which I loved. I, I love that. I mean, of course, the game's not, you know, you're, <laughs> I don't want to say it's realistic at all, because you're hitting guys with chains and billy clubs and taking <laughs> co- cops out if you want, but... I, I like the lighthearted approach to that because it kind of because as mad as I would get when I'd wreck, I mean, I, I rage quit a few times. I'll be honest, <laughs> this game got me so mad a few times. But when you would wreck or something and you're mad and then you're like, oh, that's funny, huh? you know, kind of kind of lighten the mood a little bit. I thought. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I agree. I, I just love funny funny games in general, anyway. And uh, yeah, this is definitely one of them for so many reasons. But um, I, I mentioned this in the last... I went back and listened to our Road Rash episode to just to kind of make sure I didn't repeat myself too much. But I, I did want to point out, I, I like this, the way this racing game set up uh, a little bit better than a lot of other racing games on uh, this era, just because you can actually see hills. Because I, I feel like a lot of racing games at the time was just one big straight line and turns, and it got really boring. Uh, I don't know what you guys thought about that. That's why games like this and... Um, Gosh, you know, like even like Mario Kart and Super Nintendo, like it's just a good, good little variety. Because I'm not a huge racing 
game fan at all. But I like ones that are not realistic and there's battling and combat and things like that. So I was always real impressed by how games like Road Rash hand, uh, kind of handled themselves with that. I'm the same way. I'm not really a big racing fan, but uh, definitely like definitely like this one with the fighting and stuff. And actually, uh, I really like the uh, 3DO version as well. Oh, I don't know if yeah. you guys have played that. Yeah. Rush, it's either on the PlayStation 1, the long box original, yep. or yeah. the uh, 3DO. That's I that, love uh, that game. Right? Yeah. yeah. Yep. Yep. I the, the funny thing is... <laughs> yep. I'm gonna break my rusty cage. <laughs> and then they had the uh, you yes. know actual acting and everything, the full motion video uh, oh, cutscenes. Oh, oh so yeah, those are so cool. Yeah. <laughs> Gotta love that FMV, man. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. FMV. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, as, as far as just general gameplay goes, I mean, they classify this as a combat racing game. Uh, controls are simple. You have your B button accelerates. Your uh, C button is your uh, combat button and if you're hitting left you know you can punch left hit right punch right and if you hit down in the combat it actually kicks and then of course you can steal people's weapons uh, billy clubs and chain were there any other weapons other than the billy club and chain i think that was it i think so yeah i i couldn't remember any other weapons in this okay version. I, I thought in like in the later versions you could get a cattle prod oh that's <laughs> awesome <laughs> now the first game the first road rash did they have a chain in the first one because I only remember the club from the first I one. I don't remember. Yeah, I only remember the club. In the okay. House, so. Yeah, yeah. So the chain was a nice upgrade. It's your rusty chain. <laughs> now, the chain would knock them <laughs> off the, uh, the the bike faster, too, right? I felt like I had a longer re- reach and stuff. Yeah. You no, know, it was... Yeah. It was more satisfying. Uh, <laughs> yeah. It was yeah. great because the, my favorite thing about the chain was, um, I don't know if you guys know this, but if you hold up and the C button... It'll actually, or down in the C button, it'll hold your attack animation. And so what happens when you're holding a chain is you actually swing it like a lasso. Yeah, yeah. It's pretty awesome. And, and the same is true, like, when you're punching. Instead of just doing, like, a straight punch, you mentioned, like, a like a back fist a little bit. Yeah, it's like a backhand. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's just the cooler way of knocking someone off the bike. It's like, hey, you know what? You're just going to get backhanded. <laughs> yes, the backhand. Put the five fingers in the face. Yeah. <laughs> The, the backhand is the D-pad up and C. Yep, to kick yep. is the D-pad down and C. And to switch the chain continually before snapping is the D-pad up and C when you have the chain. Yes. Uh, I, I got I got a complete in box version. So Ooh, nice. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Oh, you giving us the character bios then. <laughs> I, I could. I could. <laughs> oh, character bios. Did you guys pick some cool Road Rash names? Hey, I picked the coolest Road Rash name, but I didn't pick anyone from the game. This is a complete original. You ready? Okay, no, it's not original. <laughs> but uh, you might recognize this guy. His name's Bonesaw. Bonesaw. Bonesaw, yeah. Bonesaw is so, ready. Was it the first Spider-Man movie? Watch it, man. <laughs> yep. yeah. What are you doing up there? <laughs> You're going nowhere. <laughs> oh, that's great. Uh, Where are you going, freak? <laughs> it's playtime. I've got you for three minutes. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know that much of it, but yeah. <laughs> that's a great one. That's, that's cool. <laughs> you know, he actually references that. There's a He has a rap album, and uh, he's like, he's got in the Be a Man Hulk uh, yes. song. Oh my gosh, it's the greatest. I you haven't listened to it. He, he like calls Hulk Hogan out, and it's like, I even got a, a, a cameo appearance in the new Spider Man. Like, it's hilarious. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Rest in peace. Yeah, uh, my, mine was rude. Rude Rob, there you go. Because I know there's a character named Rude Boy in the in the game. 
That was your name on the first episode, of course, too, right? man. Okay, got to right. keep it going. Yeah. I think Derek was player A. Yeah, he was. He <laughs> That's kind of what I thought you were going to be, Aaron. <laughs> you know, for Aaron. Player yeah. Aaron. Yeah. Or, or Slayer A. Oh, I always like good. to change the letter to an S. <laughs> oh, nice. Nice. Well played. Snailed it. Snailed, Snailed it. it. I was, uh, I kept my same name. I was Barkbag. <laughs> nice. Yeah, yeah. How about you, Josh? I was Torque. Uh, Father Torque from uh, Full Throttle. Full Throttle. <laughs> oh, yeah. And that uh, game featured a very Road Rash-like segment. Totally. Totally. I was yeah. actually a little disappointed in that game because I thought it was going to be Road Rash. And I was like, <laughs> what is this? Oh. Dude, you have to go back and play. Well, I, I did. I did. All right. I was oh, going to oh, say, take it back. Take oh, it back. I was going to make that caveat. <laughs> once, once, once oh, it's got a knife scene where, like, you have got you put your hand out and then you got to make sure you don't stab yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Those are the type of games I had to go back and play. Because like, I remember you know, playing Grim Fandango. I was like, what is this? And then I went back and played it a few years later. I'm like, wow, this is awesome. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but anyways. <laughs> so, yeah, those are our Road Rash names. I think they're pretty pretty good. They're worthy. They're worthy. We should have our own biker gang. We should. The Genesis uh, Gemsters. <laughs> We've already got that. <laughs> Gangsters, Gemsters. We've already got, yeah, we're already a gang. The Nintendo Punchers. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we have to like do a big spoof of like you know redo the Warriors movie. Be like oh the, yeah, the podcasters. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, um, so yeah, I mean, we pretty much kind of went over the, the, the gameplay, and uh, you know, there's a lot of a lot of parts of this game I, I really thought were nice touches. I, I can't remember if the first Red Rash had like the rear view mirror. Pretty sure it did because I remember getting hit off the bike and thinking, <laughs> "Good grief! I just flew 80 feet ahead of me. Where's my bike?" <laughs> the rear view mirror was, was really helpful in trying to find your bike again. So. And thank goodness, thank goodness that there's like a default direction that if you don't press the D-pad, your player will run to the bike. Yeah, because automatic run. Oh, thank goodness, because if it did, man, I would lose my bike. Oh, my gosh. You, fl- you fly 30 feet in the air, and then you're like, okay, where's my bike? And then... <laughs> And, I'm and, surprised you still have a sense of direction after that. <laughs> yeah. And I was I was watching the, a review of this by a classic game room, and he had the same same comment I did. Is like pretty much when you get hit, or you fall off your bike, you're not getting first place unless it's like at the very beginning of the race, or an early race in the game. Because I actually did. Uh, I was competing against your score or, or your uh, your time on the Hawaii level, Nick, that you had posted. Because I think you got something like two minutes and fifty eight seconds. Yeah. And I fell off my bike, and I was so frustrated. And I was like, ah. Oh. And, uh, you know, I, I went flying, but I got back on my bike. And um, I managed to I beat the race in 3 minutes and 20 seconds. But I still beat it, you know, even though I had gone flying. And I beat it uh, with first place. But uh, the AI in this game is kind of funny because I think, um, depending on how far you're behind, like, I almost think the racers slow down a little bit for you. <laughs> They feel bad. They feel bad. Nice. to get back on your bike. I don't know. Like sometimes people will pass me, but it feels like I can ride, or you know, I can uh, accelerate past them a lot faster than I thought I could. One of the funniest things that, uh, like, I I noticed is speaking of the AIs, like I don't know, just seeing them wreck. I, I don't know. It just cracks me up every time. Uh, yeah, I don't know. When they hit, like, an oncoming car or you actually push them into an oncoming car, you can kind of see them flying in the background in the rear view mirror, and then you're like, ha-ha. 
Uh, it's yeah, funny it's when awesome. it happens to them, right. but not so not much Not so much you. us, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think it's great that you can actually hit a cow, a dead cow, and you can actually <laughs> use it as a ramp. I know, yeah. I know. Or someone cow else's launched. bike. Yeah, someone else's bike or the person. <laughs> I, I think all the, the cows and the deer and you know the girls on the side of the road kind of add to that touch I was talking about earlier with just the little sense of humor. Because when you, when you run into, I think it was a deer or a moose or something I ran into and it made some crazy noise that I had never heard before. I'm like, that is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> just this little tiny de- you know, attention to detail that you – it doesn't need to be there. I just right. thought that was really, really cool. Yeah, cat, I agree. Oh, gosh. We'll talk about that later. <laughs> Especially, yeah, there's lots of cats in Alaska. Oh, but... don't, don't you do – no. <laughs> We're not going there. Oh, we'll go there. No. But... <laughs> now listen here. <laughs> i tell you what. i tell you what. <laughs> All right. Well, um – I don't know. As far as gameplay goes, guys, do you, is there anything else we want to kind of hit on? I mean, it's I pretty... wanted to. Okay, so I wanted to mention that I liked that they kind of cleaned up the the user interface when you're trying to pick levels, mm-hmm. and you know you can go to the options menu anytime you like after uh, after a race. Unlike in the in the first one, uh, where you know you can pick some options, but it just I think you can pick all the options, but the way things were were laid out. Uh, it was kind of weird, and this kind of cleans everything up. Um, and I like the inclusion of the different modes. The, the gameplay itself, um, the engine still seems about the same as the first Road Rash. Like, if you showed someone footage of the first Road Rash game and the second one, you might not be able to tell them apart. But I think they made minor improvements, but I think they made enough improvements in the game, like having weapon variety and maybe a little more course variety and just having more aggressive enemies that uh, this kind of, I think this game does kind of get the edge over the first road rash and especially being able to play a few different two player modes like one mode where you can pick any bike you want in any level mm-hmm. and go head to head against someone. I agree with that. I mean, I think it did everything the first one did, you know, slightly better and uh, and I thought the first one was great. So, I mean, this one's just like, you know, icing on the cake uh, for that for that reason that that you mentioned, Aaron and and another thing was, oh gosh, I had it written down, and now, of course now I can't find my notes. Oh gosh, just, just stop. I'm just gonna wing it. I'm just gonna wing it. Oh, and I, I get love, out. I love get the out. clever. Oh, I will. Don't worry. Let me yeah. let me just finish this. Go back to the annex. <laughs> Come on. Uh, Kelly talks my ear off. I can't take that. Uh, but I, I love the. You, there's so much humor in this game, um, and I, even some of the descriptions of the actual tracks are funny. Um, but dang it, I can't remember them now. I had them written down. <laughs> like uh, when you win a race and Roz is like, Hey, man, you ride like a monkey on his mama's back. <laughs> or like that one where like the, the, the cop, or no, it's like the ambulance driver. And he's like, Hey, bro. <laughs> yeah, hey, bro. I think yes, that's later. when you like, uh, yep. yeah, I think that's in uh, Hawaii or something like that. Right. Yeah, he, I'm, not, I'm not sure if he's trying to insult you or not. Like I won and he said, big deal, bro. So what? Throw a party? And I'm like, what does that mean? <laughs> does he like, not like me? <laughs> I'm like, is he telling me to throw a party, or I, I don't know? It was it was so random. Well, I, I, yeah, and, uh, yeah. And, and there there were some nice racers and some mean ones. And now Natasha, she was she was a nice lady. She was always uh, very public, encouraging. Yeah. Public okay. enemy number one, which I took me a while to figure that out. It just said P E N O one. I was trying to figure out what that meant. Yeah, physical education. The one with the chains, <laughs> and she's like, um, I forgot if she's Australian or British or something, and uh, saying something about. You know, usually the first place winners, I'll light them on fire. You know, I'll douse them with gasoline, basically, and light them on fire. 
Dang, she crazy. I, I could read her bio Settle if you'd like. Settle down, Beavis. <laughs> I would love to hear the bio, Josh. Okay. Public Enemy number one. She saw her first punk rock show at five years old. Wow. At 13, she was tattooed black from the waist down. Her, by her 18th birthday, she had 143 piercings. Wow. And it's after a green being, resume so far. <laughs> it is. <laughs> I'd hire After her. being exiled from the United Kingdom uh, for trafficking arms in Central America and designing anarchist bump, bumper stickers in Tangier. Oh my goodness. This nasty Brit gave herself the love of her life, violence. Colder than a <laughs> colder than a drawer in a morgue, she'll brutally attack anyone or anything in her way, with absolutely no regard to her own personal well-being. Watch out! Wow, they put a lot of thought into her. Yeah, they really Jeez. did. Yeah. They kind of fleshed out these characters quite a bit and gave them all little backstories, and I, I think that's pretty neat. There's just a lot of uh, character to this game and little nice touches, I think. Like beat on the brat with a baseball bat. Oh, oh, great Yeah. That's intense. Yeah. I'm not messing with it. Nah. Well, one thing I noticed about the manual, uh, it's better about uh, Road Rash 2 than Road Rash 1, is that they appropriately call the police the fuzz. <laughs> <laughs> it's the fuzz scatter! <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah, like, it's it's even in the, in, the, uh, in the table of contents. It's like one of the first things you see when you open up the manual. It's like, the fuzz. Page 23. <laughs> Oh, and I hated hearing that siren, too. Once you hear oh, that siren, you're like, oh, gosh. And those those cop bikes, man, they're quick. And it's like a reminder that you can't just uh, wander around. No. If you get off your bike or you go flying and you hear that siren, you're, <laughs> you're pretty you're much gone. screwed. Yep. <laughs> you know, and I, and I try to be real careful about what I let my kids play, especially my, my five-year-old. He's number six as he's getting older. I didn't even think about this game. He was playing it. He's like, Daddy, why can't I punch a cop for it? Is that cool? I'm like, oh, no, no. It's, it's cool, man. It's cool. It's, it's cool. As long as you can make sure he doesn't knock you off the bike. Yeah. As long like, as you don't get caught. It's right. Cool. If you can get I mean, away, I, you're good. It's definitely better than that. Uh, I'll never forget. I'll tell the story real quick. We were at a Thanksgiving dinner at one of my family's house, and he went in the back to play uh, some video games with one of my older cousins. <laughs> I walk back here and he's beating some homeless guy on Grand Theft Auto Five. I'm like, oh my gosh, no, you can't. No, 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 no. He's like, Daddy, Daddy look what I can do. He's like, it's okay. It's, I'm like, no, it's not okay. <laughs> so, oh my gosh. I really, really try to watch what my kids play. But anyways, yeah, I just thought it was. Were there other games around this time where you could just kill cops? I know, like in the, the Spider-Man for Sega Genesis, you beat up a cop in the first level, but I, I can't really think of any other games where it's just okay to beat up on a cop knock them off their, their bike yeah, yeah, it's like yeah. It, nobody dies in this game they just get really big boo-boos it's <laughs> <laughs> a good way to put it to a five or six year old <laughs> it's just a little boo-boo yeah, you just slap on a flintstones band-aid they're good to go <laughs> that's right <laughs> throw you in the back of a cop car that's right in the trunk there you go <laughs> so but they uh, all always wore their helmets safety first right that's right yes they all wore helmets and matching uniforms that's right <laughs> Unless you had a new bike. Then you can... That way, cops could know exactly what you were driving and what you looked like. <laughs> well, Everybody that... has super bikes. And, uh, like, it, not like the... Uh, I noticed that in this game, in the series, uh, I guess it wasn't really till maybe Jailbreak or something where you started seeing more, like, uh, L.A.-style motorcycles. Because this one, it seemed like it was all Japanese. Yeah, and I'm, I remember my son being so excited when I... When I upgraded my first bike he's like wow he's wearing a different color suit now daddy he thought that was the coolest thing in the world so it was kind of nice that you actually kind of differentiate the bike you had you know what i noticed um i don't think we so there's four guys on this podcast and i don't think any of us have ever 
truly ridden on a motorcycle. Am I wrong? Uh, ridden uh, once. <laughs> once. <laughs> no, that's it. I rode a tricycle once. Is that the same? <laughs> <laughs> I wrecked a dirt bike when I was a kid. That wasn't mine. That's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, that was cool. <laughs> I crashed my bicycle once. <laughs> that's also cool. <laughs> yeah, and, that's, and, and uh, a guy in the apartment complex, he saw I was trying to learn how to ride a bike, and he said, having technical difficulties? <laughs> he's like on the, on the second floor, and he's yelling, technical difficulties? <laughs> Shut up. That's awesome. <laughs> take, off. Yeah, take off. Take off, you hoser. My bike was sweet. I had a dyno. I had pegs. <laughs> oh, but you had the pegs. I did jump once. I got three feet of air that time. Oh, get out of nice. You're making it up. Did you land? <laughs> Lucky. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Gosh, I remember the days though, man, when I'd ride on like a buddy's pegs and stuff. That, that was a big deal if you had some bit, uh, some pegs on your bike. Oh yeah, that was all the cool kids. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, oh yeah. The, the pegs, no one could do anything with. No. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah, I remember getting a BMX bike and thinking I was hot stuff, and all I could do was ride it. My, my little tiny ollie, I could do. It was kind of hilarious. <laughs> little bunny hop. Yeah, oh, that, that's what it was, bunny hop. Yeah. Did you ever put baseball yeah. cards in your spokes to make it sound? Oh like, yeah, like oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Does that count? Yeah, the, the uh, yeah the clothespin and yeah. Yeah, so back... I did ride a motorcycle. That counts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So back in the day, kids, before you had uh, electric dryers, we had to hang clothes outside. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah clothespins. So. All, all the old baseball cards you didn't want. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yeah, the tops. So yeah. It just makes me wonder what a uh, like someone who actually rides motorcycles what they would uh, think about this game because it's it doesn't try to be realistic at all. No. no. <laughs> but um, you know you wonder because I think you guys mentioned in the first game um, when you did the podcast that they modeled the levels after real locations and uh, you know it's probably similar in this game mm -hmm. and you know it's kind of like. Uh, video games back then, they could just come up with an excuse like, oh, this game is going to have some made-up tournament where people will make money you know, <laughs> for each race. It's like, this would never fly in real life. Um, and, you know, especially with the combat aspect to it, you know, Mad Max style. Mm -hmm. yeah. But, you know, that's why I love video games because you can kind of just suspend disbelief for a while and just go beat on someone with a, with a chain, so it's great. <laughs> Seems legit. Yeah. And yeah. name yourself Bonesaw and, you know, <laughs> go to town. And I like, I also like how each track's a little bit different and kind of poses its own kind of uh, challenge. Like, um, oh gosh, the, te the Tennessee one, for instance, had a lot more wildlife in it. But like the Vermont one, I think the Vermont one had a little bit more turns and curves and things like that. Or that might have been the Hawaii one. It had more hills in the backgrounds and stuff, the Vermont Yeah, one. yeah. Yeah, and the Tennessee one had the blues song. Yeah, that's it had right. had the Molly Hatchet type song. <laughs> yep, that's it. Meow. <laughs> oh, who meowed? That's it. I'm gonna put that Stop that right meow. <laughs> right meow. Yeah. Hey, uh, you guys want to talk? The last Genesis Gems episode. <laughs> I'm out. Sorry, right, guys. I'm gone. I'm gone. Yeah, speaking of music, you guys just want to jump right into that? I guess. Sure. Okay. And I'll, I'll I'll give it the benefit of the doubt. And I talked about this in, in the video. I've really only heard the obnoxious meow sound on one track, and it was the Alaska track. The song itself, I thought it was composed well. I thought it was a good song, but it was just when it comes out. Wow, 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 wow. I thought, oh, man. So I I turned that one down after a while. So it definitely had the cat noises. But you uh, got, you got to give it some credit though. It's you got two cats harmonizing with each other in yeah. that song. Yeah. Meow, 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 meow. It was probably like 
One of the cats was uh, probably Chester Cheetah. Oh. So. <laughs> or it was the Aristocats. Ooh. Oh, hey, classy. <laughs> no, but I, I, I did like the, I, I thought it was a pretty good soundtrack. I really didn't, I didn't like the Tennessee track so much. I thought that was, oh. that was I think it was that and mate was it Vermont. A couple of those songs just sounded a little out of place for a motorcycle. My favorite's the, the title tune. Yeah. It just rocks. And it, it keeps going for a while. It, dun, dun, dun. You know, that awesome, almost like 80s synth rock. Yeah. I yeah. uh, really dug that. And I, I don't know. I feel like this soundtrack was actually an improvement over the first one. They used a lot of the same instrumentation, which uh, is kind of divisive among a lot of people. Uh, but I don't know. I, I just try to listen to the compositions themselves. And I think they're pretty varied. And there's a lot of, uh, a lot of good tunes in here. Mm-hmm. And I know not everyone's going to agree with me, but uh, those people can just take off. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, I like well, that attitude. Yeah, who do they think they are? You're asking Aaron. Yeah. <laughs> and like I said, he's a dude who knows about Sega games. That's right. If Aaron wants your opinion, he'll give it to you. That's right. <laughs> I will beat it out of you. And just to clarify something, I have. Uh, only reason I figured this out, I figured it out in the first game, and a lot of people talk about this. They say you can't hear the, the sound of the motorcycle. If you actually go into the options and turn the music off, you actually do hear the sound of the motorcycle. So. Yeah, same thing in this game. Yeah, I think exactly. Landon uh, mentioned that that he wondered why there wasn't a motorcycle sound. Landon uh, Long. Yeah. I didn't even notice. I didn't even think about it. Yeah. So, I, well, in the first game, I think I mentioned in the episode that I turned it off because I didn't want to hear the music anymore, and uh, I, I started. I kind of discovered, <laughs> hey, I can hear the motorcycle now. <laughs> well, and it's interesting because it kind of harkens back to the Commodore 64, which is where Rob Hubbard started with games like. Uh, skate or die and uh, some other yes. ones and uh, it was the same thing well in the Commodore 64 you only had three channels to deal with so really what they would have to do is you could either play the game with music or play it just with sound effects so hmm. this is what this kind of reminds me of but it's it's interesting too that uh, when they composed the music they didn't leave an extra channel there just for sound effects. <laughs> I mean, there is one for when people get hit and the guy that goes, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I love that one. <laughs> yeah. you know, it's like when someone gets knocked off the motorcycle, it sounds just like uh, Earthworm Jim. Like, hey. And then there's also one that sounds just like the, the check in NHL 94 where it's like, Kah! Kah! yeah, where yeah. a guy just falls off their bike. Oh, that's cool. I mean, like, keeps keeps on going forward without them. I love that. It's a great touch. <laughs> They're both EA games. I wonder if they recycled that. Ah, yeah. That's the I same sound in General Chaos no. too. When you're fighting and you get punched. Huh. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's cool. And I think if you get the uh, oh, what was that special bike we were talking about earlier? The uh, wild thing. I, I watched a video where someone was using that, and I think I did hear the sound of the bike and the music, if I'm not mistaken. Huh. It was like a real, it was a real high pitched kind of sound when you were grabbing that bike, but I may be wrong. So, so yeah, feel free. Wrong every now and then. Every now and then, I, I, I know. You know, I'm He's never not wrong. Aaron. I mean, yeah, can't, <laughs> yeah. Can't be Aaron. I'm, you know, I'm never wrong. I mean, just ask Phil. This yeah. dude knows a lot about Sega games. <laughs> Rob, you're just gonna keep echoing that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like you do know, you are aware. <laughs> <laughs> if you guys didn't know already. <laughs> There's a tagline next to my name. <laughs> you should get a Sega shirt that says that. Yeah. <laughs> Did everyone talk about music that wanted to talk about? Oh, me? oh, I, I will say my favorite track. So was if you guys want oh. anything else, not, I'm just <laughs> <laughs> here we go. Just kidding. Just kidding. Uh, well, my favorite track was actually the Tennessee track. I just love that. Uh, I don't know. It's kind of like a bluesy tune to it. I don't know. I I, I like that one a lot for some reason. 
Uh, that it, one always it just stands out. Of, to me. Um, Molly Hatchet for some reason. Yeah, I could, I could it hear was that. Like very yeah. heavy blues rock. Yeah. I don't know. It, it was pretty upbeat, but kind of uh, rocking at the same time. Oh, there's no meowing. All right. It's not a catastrophe. Ooh. Oh. See what you did there. Sir. I did. Yep. We're gonna have to. Uh, I'm gonna get like a sound clip of me meowing and then kind of put it into like some MIDI files uh. and write some Sega music. Here, here's Rob's Ooh. like. I really think that song can cats meow. <laughs> the cat's pajamas. <laughs> oh. oh, come on! <laughs> Jesus, that sounds bad. <laughs> I love it. I love Put it. Put your cats to sleep. Oh, oh, that's right. Oh, putting you down. You can't take the heat. <laughs> oh, we must pause and go forward. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Jeez, you had it. Uh. You're always the tail of the joke, Rob. The tail of the joke. I got nine lives worth of this. Oh my gosh, he keeps going. There's a whole litter of terrible songs. It's a fancy feast of bad jokes. You know, I've got the perfect oh. joke. Man, this turned to a Bubsy game. Oh my gosh. So you said you were gonna make a new, you're gonna make um, a, a CD of just the meow tracks. Yeah, I want. Is to it gonna that. be your meow mix? I'm meow mix. <laughs> <laughs> I want chicken. I want. Oh god. <laughs> oh, oh, that's great. This is where all the listeners just kind of hang out. <laughs> yeah, we're done. Yeah. We're, we're not... like seriously, they're still going. Like, we're all two of you still listening. <laughs> yeah, we're, right. gonna go, we're gonna just gonna go listen to two dudes. You know? Are you guys done talking about sound? Yeah, I guess. If you're done, <laughs> I'm done. You done making fun of it? I'm done. All right, good. Let's move on to retrofitted achievements. The Channel Christian's retrofitted achievements. All right. So I have four. I think, yeah, four. How many you guys have? I have seven. <laughs> seven. Oh man. Hey, nice. I got ten. Chicory. <laughs> I, I only have four. Okay. At least I'm not last place. I think I think uh, Nick, you and I should go first since we only have four because they'll steal ours. That's true. That's true. So you want me, you want me to start? Go ahead. All right, my first one's actually a song. I'm pulling some Rob Luther here. Oh. This is this is called Chain 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 <laughs> Chain of Fools. This is uh, knocking down three people in a row with a chain. I like it when you sing on the show. Yeah, you like it? That was good. That was good. That was pretty good. Yeah. Oh! <laughs> I thought we moved my, past this. Yeah. My next one, this is kind of crazy. This is, uh, well, you have a sweet bike, and you're really good at hooking up with chicks. <laughs> <laughs> this is just uh, upgrading your bike. Yeah. That's good. And I got I got another Napoleon quote here. Uh, Dang, you got shocks, pegs, lucky. You ever take it off any sweet jumps? And this is uh, getting at least three feet of air on a jump. <laughs> that's how much Pedro got. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then my last one, Rob, this is uh, particular for you. This is called Cat Scratch Fever. Oh. And this is somehow bearing through the entire Alaska music track. Uh, bearing through. Bearing through it. You know, I think Ted Nugent actually had an album called Intensities in Ten Cities. <laughs> <laughs> Ask Aaron, everybody. Yeah. Ask Aaron. Yes. <laughs> We need like a little like a little uh, sound clip every now and then when Aaron throws something out there. It's just like, ask Kara. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we didn't ask him that one, but he gave us the answer anyway. <laughs> he turns on the ask camera Aaron. and waits. Yeah. Yeah. That's me. Yeah. It sounds like crossfire. <laughs> yeah. Oh, there ask you Aaron. 
you okay if you have a question now, ask Aaron. Ask Aaron. Yeah. Then there's an explosion randomly. Brought to you by Mattel. Okay. So, yeah, Josh, you go. We, we don't want these hoses stealing our thunder. That's right. That's right. Uh, first one is yanking the chain, and that's uh, stealing a chain from somebody else. Cool. Uh, the next one is the uh, officer's club, and that's if you get the billy club and you actually hit a police officer with it. Oh, nice. <laughs> uh, the next one is uh, shag carpet, and that's uh, this actually happened to me. I was driving. Uh, there was a couple of enemies. There was a police officer, and I think he hit a car. He flew off his bike. The police officer did. Then I got knocked off my bike, and we were both on, on the ground. I got back to my bike first. I was really tempted to see if I could steal his, but I was afraid it wouldn't work. <laughs> I really wanted to, but I was like, ah, I better not. So I get on my bike. He was still on the ground, and I ran him over. <laughs> so running over the car, uh, running over the fuzz is the shag carpet. Uh, yeah. And then uh, the last one is uh, beating a race with the, uh, the first uh, motorcycle that you get, which is called... Uh, the uh oh come on shuriken 400 mm-hmm. uh it's called shinobi's ride so if you, <laughs> Ooh, if you, shuriken. that's shinobi. good that's good i like i like jo- yeah that, that was the, <laughs> that was the cat's meow uh, <laughs> okay well i guess i'll go uh my first one is cabin fever and this is running your bike into one of the cabins in the vermont uh track uh, next one this is the obscure one stopping by woods on a snowy evening Getting off your bike to admire the beautiful trees, but not for too long because you have miles to go before you sleep. And miles to go before you sleep. Brought to you by Robert Frost. There you go. All right, next one is going clubbing with your boys. And this is clubbing at least three dudes off their bikes before you cross the finish line of any track. It's Captain Uh, Roundtown. (laughs) Number four is what a gentleman. And this is clubbing everybody except Natasha on any track. Number five is oh, dear. And this is getting knocked off your motorcycle by a random deer in the Tennessee track. (laughs) Number six, this is unbearable. All right. You you see what I did there? You know, bear, bears. I I don't get it. Okay, well, maybe maybe if I read it. (laughs) Getting knocked off your motorcycle by a bear right after you hit a deer on the Tennessee track. Uh, Still not (laughs) good. You're unbearable. All right. Number seven, I can still hear. Oh, oh, I got to sing this. uh, I got to sing this one. I can't still hear you saying you'll never break the chain. This is stealing a dude's chain and using it against him. That's a little Fleetwood Mac for you. Uh, number eight, chariots of fire and asphalt. This is wrecking your bike from the very start of the race and running the entire five-mile trek to the finish line. Can you uh, actually beat the race on the foot? Um, you can finish it. You can finish it. Yeah, it's. Yeah, believe oh, me, I've nice. tried. I was it. wondering about that. If, if if you go watch the classic game room review, he like wins the race. He wrecks his bike and like pinballs off like seven trees and it's the coolest thing i've ever seen yeah you, you can definitely it, it, you guys ever heard rob's uh, impression of the classic game room guy you can do that catch your own can i i thought you did maybe oh. i'm thinking Lord carnage? Uh, i don't know can i here in I classic thought... game room i, yes, I can't that was perfect, <laughs> perfect. Oh, thank you all right <laughs> the next one is close but no donut cop and this is having a cop wreck his bike uh, while he's chasing you and then the last one I have is wrecked him, darn near killed him. <laughs> this is wrecking your bike, having a blow up right in your face. <laughs> oh, that was good. That, take, that takes gold there. Thanks. I'll take it. Nice. That was the cat's meow right there. Yeah. So, Aaron. <laughs> this is be the first show where we have an explicit tag. Ask Aaron. Woo. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So, my first one is uh, it's all the same, only the names will change. Ooh. Oh. And this is a lyric. Change the default name. 
Uh, the second one is uh, I'm a cowboy. Uh, upgrade your bike. And uh, this might give it away. Are you wanted to on a steel horse <laughs> ride? Uh, grab the chain weapon and swing it like a lasso. Oh. Um. Cause I'm wanted, wanted, get over <laughs> line. Uh, get busted and thrown into a cop car. Oh, that was good. I yeah. like it. And so the other ones are still, you know, lyrics from the same song. Uh, sometimes I sleep. Sometimes it's not for days. Which is, see how long you can play Road Rash 2 without shutting your eyes. Uh, my personal record is 72 hours. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> like, wow. Um, and the next one is, I walk these streets, which is uh, get launched and walk two miles back to your bike. And to go along with that, have you guys ever seen uh, someone launch their bike, you know, get launched off their bike? You can actually finish a race if you hit enough objects and keep rolling down a hill. <laughs> if you're just close enough. <laughs> Uh, so my final one is, I've seen a million faces and I've rocked them all. Ah. Oh. And this is, knock every person off a bike in a race. <laughs> well played, man. That's great. That's good. I like it. <laughs> Those are all from uh, Bon Jovi, so there you go. Bon like Jovi's it. the gift that keeps on giving. B- bon Jovi's like a guilty pleasure of mine. I'm not I'm not real oh, big yeah. on a lot of the, uh, I don't know, I don't want to call I think them. Supernatural kind of brought them back. Supernatural. Oh, man. Love that, that show. show. Love that show. That's another guilty pleasure. <laughs> Anyways, awesome. Well, I think we had a pretty good. Uh, we snailed that, guys. Snailed it. Nice. All right, guys. Well, there's a big question on the horizon here. This is a really bad segue. Is this game a gym? Is this game a Genesis gym? Is it good or is it garbage? <laughs> <laughs> Oh well, I'm just not. With, I'm not with it. I can't wait. I can't wait to hear the first of the show again because I was just like, a blah, 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 blah. all right. Didn't even give us any chance to have small talk. You know, I need to write that in the outline. I'm be like, now it's time for small talk. I'm like, so, what's the weather so, like over there? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love the beginning of like every YouTube ever. It's like, hey guys, how's what's it going? Up? What's up? Cereal. You know. <laughs> I'm good. Thanks for asking. Yeah, pretty good. Uh, my cat's hungry. Cat's yeah. hungry. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So Red Rash 2 got pretty good critical reception back in the day, and even currently, uh, it's got a Moby critic score of 80 out of 100, which is really good. That's uh, you know, it's really good for a game like this. Uh, notable reviews. I kind of highlighted an EGM review. Um, let me pull that up just real quick. Sorry, guys. It said, uh, I love the original, which means I have to love the sequel as well. The game is virtually the same. Rash 2 serves up five new landscapes to motor across while the base game remains almost identical. The two-player mode is a good draw, but execution falls short in the same way Sonic 2 did. Still good, but I had hope for more. I kind of had a little... I, I thought that was a little weird to review. They gave it a 78 out of 100. Um, I always loved EGM. I didn't, quite, I didn't quite agree fully with that review, but I uh, just kind of wanted to point that out. I didn't think Sonic 2 really fell short of Sonic 1, but... Yeah, that was a little, a little rough. Yeah, there. that's kind of crazy. A little rough, but uh, I don't think anyone would agree with that. No, Maybe, no. I mean, I, I don't know what frame of reference we're talking about. Maybe in the fact that as you get further along in the game, it's harder to dodge obstacles and go really fast. That's the only thing I can think of. Yeah, 
And it, was, it was specifically pointing the two-player mode out. But I just thought, hey, two-player mode, it's there. It's a plus. <laughs> yeah, I, I found in the two-player mode, it's actually harder to control your guy. It's a little bit choppier. I think the frame rate's lower. I don't know what it is, but I, I really stink in two-player mode. But if I'm playing in single-player, it's a lot better. It just seems more fluid. I don't know what it is. Yeah. Did you guys see that? Yeah, and in two-player mode, your view screen is pretty tiny because part of it's taken up by uh, a status bar. And so you've got less play. You don't even have half the screen. You have like almost one third of the screen to play with. And uh, no yeah, one cares. player was just full screen and a bit smoother. Um, so, but it was it was cool that they even included a two player mode. I agree. Yeah, it's pretty impressive at the time. I mean, nineteen ninety two. It's pretty hard to do split screen like action. That's a, that's pretty amazing. Um, as far as listener feedback goes, um, the majority of the votes here were were definitely a gem. We had. Let's see, that's 14 gems, 5 goods, and 1 garbage. But uh, I'm going to read some of the comments here. Uh, Kyle Murphy says, it's so good, it hurts like a chain to the face. I like that. <laughs> uh, Todd Darnell says, Jim all the way. I love this game. Um, I always pronounce Benjamin's last name right. I hope I get this. Benjamin Milhem? Milhem? He's uh, one of Nick D's friends. Says, I like Road Rash 3 better. Personal preference. And then, oh, Michael Kelso, he, he, he's back for a comment. You know, like I said, last show, he had the best comment ever, which was no comment. So I guess he uh, I guess he heard that. But he says, any game where I can punch someone who's playing Sega Genesis in the face is a gem to me. Bonus <laughs> points for them being on a motorcycle. <laughs> That's kind of funny. <laughs> I'm breaking character. No, I was stupid, Michael. Uh, yeah, we will blame. <laughs> Derek Fletchell says, the racing is awesome and the music is perfectly themed. But the post-race movie clips and trash talk were always my favorite part. Jim. Um, Brian Bowen, this is actually, okay, I don't think it was Landon, it was actually Brian that said this. Uh, I'll give it a gym. Tons of fun to play with great music. My only real gripe with the game is that you don't hear the motorcycle engines. Makes the game feel a little disconnected, you know? Otherwise, definitely a classic. And the last one here is from Henry Bicking. He says, love that game, it's my go-to game. So, I think the listeners were pretty, you know, they're pretty big on, on this game. It's a gym. Um, what do you guys think? Who wants to go first here? Final verdict. Sure, uh, I'll go first. Well, uh, I definitely think it's a gem. Uh, I honestly, I think Road Rash Two is probably at least the best out of the Genesis games. I didn't really like the digitized look of the of Road Rash Three, and I felt the soundtrack of Two was a little stronger, to be honest. Um, and I just, I really enjoy the gameplay. I mean, once you pick it up and learn it, it's it's just fun. I mean. I love games where the whole goal is just to amass piles of money and then get better gear. Like, uh, I don't know, like off-road. I used to love super off-road. And all you were trying to do is just upgrade your gear from race to race. And this one, you can actually repeat earlier races that you'd beaten before and keep racking up money. You don't have to go on to the next level until you're ready. So you can do these easier courses and, and get money that way. And, and you know, there, it doesn't have a save system, but it does have passwords. Um, and, you know, it, it's got some great features, I think, that, that set it apart from the competition. Um, so it's definitely a gem for me. Sweet. What do you think, Josh? I would definitely say a gem. Uh, it's got everything that you would need. It's two-player, or you could do single-player. The the passwords being able to save your progress is definitely something that was pretty cool. I know uh, they had it at Road Rush 1, but still, it's awesome that they had that because, you know, you could play for 
you know, 30 minutes or so, and then come back and continue your progress. That's always nice, so you don't have to start over from the beginning. So I like the fact that you can just pick up and play, uh, but also continue your progress. And uh, I thought the, uh, just like you guys were saying, the soundtrack is really good. And um, just, it's really satisfying to be able to hit someone in the face with a chain. <laughs> I mean, there's not a whole lot of games that you can say you could do that with. So, yeah, um, yeah definitely gem. And Rob? Ah, garbage. Absolutely oh, garbage. I can't man. stand this game. And I can't stand you guys either. I think you guys are garbage as well. It's all that cat music, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 definitely. Uh, this game is one of my all-time favorite Sega games. One of my all-time favorite games. Um, I, this is just my go-to game. Uh, if I had five Sega games, and I can only have five, this would this would make the cut. Um, oh, wow. Yeah, definitely. I just love this game. It's just one of those games that puts me in a good mood every time I play it. Love the funny cutscenes. Love the music. Love just the overall atmosphere of the game. And I'm not even big into racing games, but you don't have to really be a racing fan to enjoy this game in, in a lot of ways because kind of what Aaron mentioned, you can upgrade your stuff, you know. It's kind of got that addictive nature to it. Okay, it's like, okay, I want to make some more money so I can get a better bike and everything. But at the same time, the race itself's nice. But hey, you get to you get to knock people off the bike. You can go exploring, get off your bike, and just like check out the random scenery. And there's so much you can do with this game. Um, I just I, I love it. It's a fantastic game. Uh, it's one of the most. It's the funniest game I think. Uh, one of the funniest games I've ever played on the Sega Genesis. Just a gem all the way for me. Wow. Well said. You are the cat's meow, my friend. Oh, <laughs> thanks. Uh. <laughs> I agree. It's definitely a gem for me. Like I said, I'm not big on racing games, but I kept coming back to this one. Uh, definitely agree with everything you all said. Love the combat. Uh, you know, the music's good. Composition's good. Not, not like the music. The composition's good. Some of the some of the sounds aren't my favorite, but you know, I, I can deal with that. There's, I think back to some of my favorite bands. There's always that experimental album where they do some weird noises. I like this. I like the, like you think about like Rush in the '80s, right? When they did all that crazy electronic thing and roll the bones. You remember the song? Lou Reed, where he released an album of guest noise. Is that what yeah, you're saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you know, like the song Roll the Bones by Rush. I'm like, yeah, that's got rappers in it. I don't know. I kind of like it because I love Rush. But, yeah, it's, it's one of those type things. But anyways, I did love this game. Uh, I'll come back to it. I, like Aaron was saying, I love the fact that you can just keep racing the same level over and over and get get more money that way. I, I felt like I had to get first place on every level until I realized that, hey, I can just keep doing this until I get built up. And, you know, if you're not real good at it, it's okay. You just have to play it more than most people. <laughs> but, you know, it's definitely a gem. Definitely a gem in my book. So, Guys, I think we can lay the gavel down right here. Declare Road Rash to a gem. It's a gem. It's a gem. Gem. So, yeah, um, hey, guys, for the next episode, we're going to be doing a special Halloween theme. We're going out of our rotation a little bit. This was actually supposed to be turned for a uh, listener pick. Well, I guess this would be a listener pick because uh, Luke Walsgrove, who's, he's been asking us to do this game for a long time now. Uh, we are going to drop the music here. If you guys know what this game is, uh, please let us know. Send us an email. Uh, do it on the uh, Facebook page. I have honestly never played this game. I'm kind of excited to, to, to dig into it. So, And someone keeps messaging me on Facebook, and it's going crazy. So. <laughs> Gee, I wonder who it is. Yeah. Ooh, look at Jesus, that. Jesus, this hoser. <laughs> <laughs> I always forget to turn my sound off when that happens, and everyone gets to hear my, my Skype and Facebook sounds. But, uh, yeah, we'll drop that music here. If you guys know what this is, uh, just let us know. Alright guys, well, 
I think if you guys would like to find us, I would personally, if, if I were you guys, I would go check out our website at www.genesisgenesispodcast.com. And if also if I were you, I would go click that store button and I would click, there's a real handsome guy wearing a shirt on the website. Click that huh? picture. Well, I, <laughs> Thank he's, you. he's a little, little bit more handsome. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> Gosh. Man, burned. Yeah. Well, so, you know. You're just going to go through. Me? <laughs> no, they, they, didn't, they didn't pay the rights to use my, uh, my mug, so. Yeah, oh, jeez. So. They can't use my likeness unless I'm going to get it's a been banned. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, go click that picture, buy a t-shirt. Like I said, all the, uh, I think the profit level is like three bucks a t-shirt. Um, it's pretty neat, though, that website actually uh, makes the t-shirt, sends it off. I don't have to do any shipping. But where we designed it, we do get a little bit of the profit. It goes right back into the podcast. And so we appreciate everyone who's bought one. I saw Josh just bought one. So I just bought one. And that, it was, uh, it's like, it's $26. So really okay. not that bad for a custom, custom nah, t-shirt. Nah. So if you're like an extra, extra small, it might even be cheaper. I know I had to pay a little bit more because I'm a big guy. So. Yeah, me too. Yeah, yeah, I paid a little bit more. So Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's that. Uh, yeah, go check our Facebook page out at facebook.com slash Genesis Podcast. Go join our group. That's where the most the, most of the interaction happens, facebook.com slash group slash Genesis And if you're joining that group to sell Ray-Bans, you will get Ray-Banned from that group. <laughs> We've, I've, I had like three or four uh, people with almost the same name, and I just I just, I just – Said no, I'm gonna block you. Ah, it's not. Want, that's not nice. Don't. don't well, I don't want any sunglasses, Rob. Well, you. You know who wore sunglasses? Who? Chester Cheetah. Chester Cheetah. Oh well, so, uh, and that's why yeah. he's cool. No, you sure? And, and you were not. <laughs> <laughs> too cool for school. Wait, doesn't that's Earl right. wear sunglasses too? Who? Earl. Earl Big Earl. <laughs> Big Earl. Yeah. I think you meant like my name is Earl from. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, go join our Facebook group uh, unless you're trying to sell Ray-Bans. Sorry about that, guys. We sell T-shirts. We don't sell Ray-Bans. You can email us at GenesisGemsPodcast at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter at GenGems. Check us out on iTunes. Leave us a five-star review. We had our first four-star review. I, I thought it was a joke, but he still has not taken it back yet, so I'm a little sad about that. Yeah, Nick. Nick what's Come Nick on, man. D? You're going to break that? You're going to yeah. break our streak? Come on, dude. Come on, man. I know you He's hate right- the Sega, but you don't hate us. We have a we have a whole section dedicated to him on our website, and he gives us a four star review. Wow! <laughs> you know, pretty, uh, pretty he had a he had a question um, for us, and I forgot to answer it. So Nick asked earlier, said, "What song do you sing at the Genesis Gems Karaoke Lounge while Atari Man rots in the next door dungeon?" <laughs> so those of you who don't know, Nick uh, writes for our website and also for Retro Obscura. And a few other things, and uh, he pretends that he's in that we put him in a dungeon because uh, he uh, he's not the biggest fan of the Genesis. But um, I would say if we were doing karaoke, uh, it would probably be the Rock Paintings CD that came with the Sega CD, where you could sing karaoke on that. Nice. And I had like Jimi Hendrix and Fleetwood <laughs> Mac and Information Society. So the song I would pick would be. Uh, I want to know what you're feeling. Tell me what's on your mind. And I and I think Nick DeMarco's told us loud and clear. Four yeah. stars. <laughs> Four stars. Four stars is what he's telling us. Come on, yeah. Nick. Does he own a video game store, Nick DeMarco? Yes, that is also on our webpage, which, again, more plugs for Nick DeMarco, Mr. Four Star. That's gonna, that's gonna, I'm, I'm just going to change everything that says Atari, man. It's just going to turn into Mr. Four Star. My five-star <laughs> review for his store might change. Yeah, I'm going to go. Yeah, let's do that. Let's all go to the store. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if I could do that. I no, feel bad. No, no. I feel bad about holding someone's review hostage. <laughs> <laughs> I was just 
I was just, I just can't believe it. I was like, hey, we got another review. I was like, four stars. It'd be funny if he goes and changes it next week. It's one. Yeah. <laughs> nice. There you go. It's like, there hey, man, I changed the review for you. It's inevitable. Someone's going to give us a one star review. Somebody will. And they'll probably, and, it'll probably be my, my fault. Yeah. 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 Say, this is the, the worst Super Nintendo podcast ever. <laughs> yeah. never talk about those games. Uh, oh, I got to share this with the listeners. I, I sent you all that link. I, I, I did. I Googled Genesis Gems one day, and we came up on an NHL 94 uh, message board. And, uh, yeah, and, and this guy starts going, he said, uh, has anyone heard this Genesis Gems podcast? He's like, it sounds like it could be good. He's like, although the guy in the beginning of the episode seems to talk about his minor league career too much. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't think he realized that was a skit. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I'm not kidding you at all. In that case, oh. I want a billion dollars. Write me a skit. Oh, that's awesome. I need to share that to the Facebook oh, group. Oh, that's hilarious. Oh, gosh. So they thought they really thought that was real? Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll send it to you, Rob. I, I thought you saw that. Oh, no. I've not seen that. Yeah. Did I send that to you, Josh? I sent it to somebody. Yeah, you did. Okay. Yeah, you okay. 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 I thought I had to go for the W. <laughs> I, oh, I knew I sent it to somebody. That, that is great. funny. <laughs> you know, that, that'd, be, that'd be hilarious. Like, all of our skits, if people actually thought they were real. You know, because, like, I think of some of the ones we've done. Like, uh, the Beavis and Butthead one. Oh gosh, <laughs> that's gonna good. be us twenty years from now. Or when you came back for the Sonic episode and you were all like trying to oh I was make a bum turtle yeah. macaroni or something uh, macaroni Mikey. <laughs> <laughs> or a uh, Normie Speech Babyrama. Or heck, the Jurassic Park one where Phil got eaten by a raptor. Jeez. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I worry about that guy. <laughs> People be like, well, man. he's obviously alive because uh, he sent us a angrily worded email. <laughs> I'm just kidding. He's uh, Phil, the uh, angry gamer. The angry gamer. The lots of swear gamer. Yeah. <laughs> Speak, speaking of Phil, he just hit his uh, 200th, 200th ep- I can't even say that. Two hundred. You're drunk. He hit, two, he hit 200 episodes. <laughs> <laughs> That's embarrassing when I do that at work. I'm, I'm sitting in front of like a, a big board of people in a meeting. I, I try to say the word uh, applicable. and I, oh, That's I, a hard one. I, I, end, I end up just saying applicable. Because I can say that a little bit better. <laughs> so, Apple cable. Apple Apple cable. So. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I'm posting this uh, NHL 94 forums on our on our page now. So. <laughs> you got to see this. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll I'll tag you in it, Rob. But uh, yeah, yeah. And I'll, I'll also no disrespect to him. I just think that's really funny. <laughs> yeah. And, and if any of you listeners missed that, I'll also put it on our show notes. So <laughs> go check that out. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, with that, this was episode 33. 33. Yeah, make, we're getting up there in the world, so we appreciate you all listening. Thank you all so much for all the support, um, all the reviews, whether they're five star, four star, that uh, come Marker. But uh, we, we we appreciate everything. We're uh, we, we, I feel like we're still striving. We're we're doing a good job here. So uh, w- with the interaction, we really appreciate all you listeners really uh, digging in. So big thank you to that. A big thank you to you guys for joining me. <laughs> Even though we did a review zero tolerance, thanks for tolerating Rob Luther. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We had zero tolerance for him. <laughs> I know. I had to, you know, I had to, you These know, crawl jokes my way write on. themselves. They do. They do. Yeah, yeah. All right. All right, guys. Well, with that, this has been Genesis Gems, and we will catch you later. Catch you later. Later. Later, guys. Later.